This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash CSR to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash CSR for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, pretty good. I'm sitting here smoking this um, beautiful Radice that I've had in my collection for a while, and uh yeah, it's one of those pipes that was like probably a dumb purchase, but you know, looking back on it, no. you, you're uh, you're tickled that you have it. No, so, all right, when did you yeah, buy man, that one? It's been about three years ago now. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it's been about three years. That's a, a good real, looking pipe. Real gentle, uh, kind of rustication on there. Uh, Tonino Radice. Uh, I forget the name of the town he's from in Italy, but um, just does a real good job. Nice guy. You can friend him on Facebook. He'll chat you up all day long. I'll always love that. Um, good people. But uh, yeah, man, smoking a little Orlick Golden Slice. Yeah, delicious. dude. I had Orlick for the first time uh, earlier tonight. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? I really, really liked it. In fact, um, I was talking with Timothy, mm-hmm. uh, who will actually be on uh, next week's episode. Yeah. Uh, more information about that in just a minute. That's but exciting. He was, we were talking about Orlick, and uh, I think I even talked to him on air or on the recording about how at the time I had never tried it before. And uh, he was telling me that it was almost like smoking a blue moon. Like there was that Ooh. something there was, there was that uh, tanginess. You, That's you really actually, interesting. Yeah. And, and so I was kind of inspired cause I'd, I've honestly always been a little intimidated by Orlick smoking a blue moon. That's interesting. Yeah, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, there, I, I feel like, I feel like all tobacco is in a Renaissance right now, but particularly the Virginia stuff, there's just so many different, Virginia's out there, and you've got people that are going to nerd out about this one over that one, and well, these taste the same, except this one's got more fruit, or this one's, you know, uh, got more rum flavor, or whatever, and uh, Orlick is just kind of that go-to for me, I, you know, I, I get made fun of by some of our listeners, because I talk about it so often on the right. podcast, and um, there's that element of orange that just kind of comes off on the back end a little bit, uh, and it's very, uh, it's very bright, uh, bright blend, real bright flake. But uh, a good Virginia tobacco. Delicious. I got to yeah, tell you, I absolutely. felt I felt so proud of myself after enjoying that that uh, I went straight to Bag Ends because you've said before on the on the show yeah, that yeah. once you learn to smoke Bag End, then you've learned how to smoke a pipe. Yeah, and, and I, I and I and I believe that. Well, then I I can say I, I feel like at, at long last. Did you enjoy Did you enjoy Bag End? I very much enjoyed it. Did not burn yeah. my tongue, and I had a full bowl. Dude, that's good. Yeah. I'm no. proud of you, dude. Thank you. Thank you. It well, was quite th- good. Well, this is the thing. Like, Bag End has got so much of that uh, bright yellow uh, Virginia in it that it's just, it's loaded with natural sugar. And I guess that's kind of the thing. Once you, you know, get about halfway through that bowl, if you if you don't sip it, it'll bite you pretty hard. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah, you really have to learn how to sip it to keep it lit. But uh, if you can enjoy Bag End um, and, and, and keep it lit, man, that, that, you have arrived. You've well, you've learned how to smoke a pipe. Well, then I've arrived. It dude, took, congratulations! I don't have a medal or anything. To it do. took almost uh, what two and a half years of <laughs> weekly mentorship with you, but finally I got there. Hey, how was a good good day at the shop today? Dude, great day. You know, it's uh, Christmas time, and uh, retailers are. You know, we kind of have to stay close to home base as far as the Christmas season goes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, been right here around the shop. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Lots of folks coming in and out buying Christmas presents. We have this whole collection of wives, 
of our customers right. that I only see once a year. Uh-huh. And so this has been the three-week period where I've been seeing these wives that it's like, oh, it's Janice. I hadn't seen you in a year. <laughs> like, I know exactly who you're here for, you know. Right. Because uh, obviously you don't smoke a pipe that I know of. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's kind of fun fun season. But, yeah, man, we'll take Christmas Day off, and then the day after Christmas uh, be right back, right back at it. Well, I should say, man, yeah. this is the week of Christmas, so Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, Bo. Yeah, man. We're, do, uh, do you have any traditions or any kind of thing? I know we've probably talked about this before on air, but anything yeah, that your family does? You know, I've, I've mentioned that we go down to Baton Rouge. Uh, it's, it's kind of my favorite uh, way to celebrate Christmas is going down. That's and, your fun and, Catholic side of the family. It is, right? man. Yeah. They are a blast. It's this massive family. It's kind of a Brady Bunch situation. Right. And just a ton of aunts and uncles, even more cousins. and. Uh, great food, good liquor. It's a lot of fun. Mm, delicious. Uh, <laughs> good, some good presents in there as well. And uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Normally when we go down, we, we typically will spend a night. This year we're actually heading back up, so we're only doing a, a day trip down to Baton Rouge and back. But uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it. We actually have my in-laws in town right now. Yeah, straight from Grand Rapids, right? Yeah, man, yeah. So that's definitely been fun. We actually had, uh, typically in the past, they've come after Christmas. This year, we decided to do it before Christmas so that yeah. once Christmas Day comes and goes, you're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to, like, you know, scramble to do everything else. You can kind of ki- sit back. Kids, we can play with everything and kind of relax, take a breather. That's nice. A holiday from the holidays, if you know what I mean. We all need that. Oh, big time. Desperately. Well, I'll tell you something else we all need. What's that? We need some pipe tobacco from the Country Squire. We do. And I'll tell you how you can get it. Wait, tell us, Bo. <laughs> we got I'm, like, I'm tracking like live, real time, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Pl- please let me know how these folks, these fine folks, can get country fire tobacco. Well, of course, if you've been listening for the last couple of weeks, we mentioned that we've got this brand new YouTube channel. Uh, for those of you that are watching live, you are watching live through our new YouTube channel. What we are asking folks to do is head over to that new YouTube channel, subscribe to us, head over to Twitter, let us know that you have. That puts your name in a running where not next week, but the next, when we return in 2016, we will be announcing a winner who will receive not one, not two, but three ounces of Country Squire Radio tobacco Bam. of your choice. That's right. It's going to be a lot of uh, fun. I know you're going to enjoy it. want to... Uh, you guys to participate as soon as you possibly can. So again, actually go to countrysquireradio.com, click on YouTube, that'll take you to the channel. Subscribe, tweet us, let us know you did. And hey, actually, for those of you who are listening live, you can tweet us throughout the show tonight. That's right. Uh, be sure to follow us at, at Squire Radio on Twitter, and you can tweet directly to us and um, join in on the banter. Absolutely. And the shtick, and ask questions or leave comments or smart remarks. Hey, before we jump into our main topic tonight, <laughs> I got to mention, you know, this last past week, we had the Magnolia Pipe Club Christmas party. We did. That was fun. Yeah. And yep. it was a, uh, it was good turnout, a lot of great food. Um, you know, <laughs> something about, uh, uh, having a Christmas party at a pipe shop, it, yeah. you know, people are enjoying their pipes, enjoying that food, enjoying a little bit of alcohol. Maybe, maybe a little of the brown water. Yeah. But yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> and so that's, that's a profitable night for you, uh, as people start to drink and they think, oh, I'm going to buy this. You know what? That pipe sure has been catching my eye. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun, man. Folks, uh, brought all kinds of good food, but it was, uh, it, it was, it was neat just to see the enthusiasm. One thing about pipe smokers is we're, we're, uh, very much about community. And so, uh, you know, just having that here at the Squire was, uh, it was just a really, it was a good event. Yeah, it was man. a good event. That, Philip Herring got his sister to make cookies that had pipes on the cookies. I was going to ask you about these. And yeah. It's like, man, I, I mean, it almost looks like she used a stencil because they were so sharp. It was so, so, such a good job. But uh, yeah, they're not any left because I ate them all. <laughs> we <laughs> had some stuff left, like our friend Henshows, he made a, uh, a strawberry pie. Dude. And it was like strawberries, like crushed up and whipped with like whipped cream and some other sweet stuff and like it was on it had the consistency of like if you're eating 
Cool Whip, but like if it were strawberry flavored. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was fine. The wild thing is everybody took a bite of it and said, this tastes like strawberry. It, it, right. As if they were shocked at just right. how <laughs> strawberry it was. It's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, great, great time was had by all. Hopefully, yeah, if you're part of a local pike club, hopefully y'all had uh, some great holiday festivities that you've been participating in. And you know what? If you if you didn't, I mean, hey, this uh, might be a good note for next year. You know, uh, around the holidays is a great time to get the club together, enjoy uh, some Christmas cheer and some Christmas cheer with your Christmas cheer. That's right. So be sure to check that be out. Be sure to purchase your Christmas cheer to give you more Christmas cheer to enjoy with your Christmas cheer. One begets the other. Right. Yes. Begat? Begat? Let's talk about what we've we got, got a great topic tonight, <laughs> don't we? We've got a wonderful topic tonight, and no, it is not Star Wars. We're not going to spoil the new Star Wars film at all tonight. What we are going to be talking <laughs> Didn't you about? Love that part where he rode the panda bear. That did not happen. <laughs> Look, this was the most amazing Star Wars movie ever, but we're not going to talk about it tonight. Uh, what we are going to talk about is a actually a a suggestion that was sent in by a couple of listeners. Mm-hmm. You know, from time to time in this podcast, we have done what we call our uh, pipe smoking one hundred and one series. That's right, where we take a look at questions or or thoughts. Uh, really speaking directly to somebody who uh, is really just entering into pipe smoking. Maybe they're considering it. Maybe they've just picked up their pipe, but they're wanting to know more about how they can kind of get their feet wet. And, you know, we've gotten great feedback throughout the run of this podcast. Yeah. A lot of folks have just said, you know, listening as a whole, it's really educated them a lot. Sure. That Pipe Smoking 101 is really a chance to really get focused into this this group of folks. And this suggestion was actually sent in uh, by Johnny Russell and G.A. Christian Balu, who said, uh, what are the four essential items that I should leave the tobacconist with? Yeah. Now, great time of year to ask this question, because people are getting new pipes, perhaps even their first ever pipe. They're going to be going to their local pipe shop, and they're going to need to know what specifically they need to leave the shop with. Yeah, so, you know, you've got you've got your obvious choices here. And, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll kind of tailor the first part of this towards someone that maybe uh, received a pipe for Christmas, maybe you're a new pipe smoker, and you're finding this podcast, and you're like, man, I've got this, you know, fancy new pipe. I, I imagine there's something I need to put on it, put mm-hmm. inside of it, and then light on fire and then smoke. <laughs> right. uh, but how exactly do I do that, and where do I go and all this? So uh, when you do find a tobacconist that is relatively familiar with pipes, um, you know, go in there. Uh, obviously, you know, you're going to want to leave with, uh, you know, if you're if you're going to walk out with four four things, as the question asks, um, you know, the answer, obviously, uh, in uh, other than your pipe, is going to be, uh, tobacco. Uh, you need to leave with some tobacco, some pipe cleaners, a tamp, uh, and perhaps a lighter or some form of uh, you know ignition for your uh, for your for your new pipe. All right, uh, you so know, so the, those are kind of the four bullets that you know things you want to walk out of the door with. We can talk about each one. Um, the tobacco obviously is really important. When you go in a uh, pipe shop as a new pipe smoker. Uh, you know, you're thinking of those aromas of maybe someone that you, you know, grew up with smoking a pipe, grandfather or something, and he had that really sweet, delicious cherry blend, and it just made, made the room smell so good. Um, one thing to think about as a new pipe smoker is a lot of those really syrupy, heavily flavored blends are really difficult to keep lit, mm. and they also are harsh on your tongue. Okay, so it might be a good idea to try to find a tobacco. Ask your tobacconist for something that's kind of neutral, maybe a real uh, easygoing Virginia blend, uh, something that doesn't have just a ton of flavor, uh, but, you know, but certainly can be sweet. We have a house favorite here called Black and Tan. Uh, Black and Tan is uh, we sell it by the pound at the Country Squire. And a lot of folks, you know, start on it, but then stick to it because it's just so easygoing. But uh, you'll want to find a tobacco that's easy to get lit and keep lit. 
and isn't going to tear up your tongue. That's good. So, you know, like you said, I mean, a lot of people, when they come to uh, get their first tobacco, they're going to want to go to the flavors that speak to them. Yeah. But actually thinking through, working through the mechanics first will actually set you up so that you'll be able to appreciate those flavors later on once you've gotten the mechanics down. Definitely. Yeah. You're going to be so tempted to pull for that jar of really, really syrupy, sweet, you know, Kool-Aid dripping no. cherry tobacco <laughs> no. or whatever, you know, and you just, and, and, and you know, the, and, and maybe try it out, maybe see, but, uh, you know, I think, I think as far as learning the rhythm and the cadence of keeping your pipe lit and working in that direction of getting it down, uh, you're going to want to pick a tobacco that's easy to keep lit and easy on your tongue and right. something that's a little drier. Uh, is going to be helpful. Uh, obviously, pipe cleaners, that's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, I've talked about this on the show before. Uh, we have people that walk in at least once a week, and they look at the rack full of pipe cleaners, which is just right here, um, and and they say, they, they, they make the connection. They say, oh, a pipe cleaner. <laughs> that's what that's for. That's what that's for. Like, it, it's for cleaning a pipe. It's not for making toy bugs in kindergarten. Like, like people people have, people have finally see the pipe cleaner in a pipe shop, and they're like, I get it now. I get <laughs> like it. I mean, what other, what else are you going to clean other than a pipe? Like, right. Yeah, it's just perfect. So, <laughs> and I remember growing up with that, too. Like, what do you use a pipe cleaner for other than making a giraffe? Like, I don't, you know. Well, and you think about, like, I bet every single person who's got a Christmas tree up in their house right yeah. now has an ornament with some pipe cleaner. Maybe, so maybe part of it, yeah. I mean, I, I think it, You can fact, even use uh, the ornament, like, instead of the little hook, you can use a pipe cleaner yeah. to, like, make your own hook, you know? Well, I'm thinking about this one that's made out of pop... It's a Rudolph that's made out of popsicle sticks that has a, a, a little cotton ball nose, red nose, and then pipe cleaners for the antlers. That's... That's just ridiculous. No, it's great. My no, daughter makes it seeing every single morning it. right now. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but not the appropriate use of pipe cleaners. It's magic. No, it's just a secondary use. It's secondary. That's, that's good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, most critical, obviously, is your tamper. Um, and if you're going to leave the pipe shop without, with, with if you're going to leave the pipe shop with one thing, okay, like the tamp is so important, okay, that I, I would, if you're going to leave the pipe shop with one thing other than your pipe, I would almost, I would almost re- go rather go to like the drugstore and buy really crummy tobacco, <laughs> as long as you leave my shop with a pipe tamp. Right, like that. That's the thing. Like, I mean, I mean, the the, the tamp and the tobacco are just so so critical, particularly for a new pipe smoker. Um, so so be sure uh, to leave with that tamp. Have the person behind the counter if they know anything about pipes at all to you know explain to you kind of what the purpose of the tamp is. Uh, we've talked about it, you know, ad infinitum on this show, just about, you know, the, the tamp being kind of like the poker next to your fireplace. Exactly, you're constantly yeah. using it as the smoke is going. Um, and you're constantly uh, kind of continually, smol- you know, stoking your, your fire back up. That's just so critical. So so leave with your tamp uh, for sure. And then, and then finally, a, a lighter or, you know, matches or something like that to get your pipe lit. If you use a lighter... Uh, and you're going to be real serious about pipe smoking, a purist is going to tell you, get something uh, that burns really clean, doesn't leave a lot of residual flavor, uh, and that also, you know, if it's going to be a, a soft flame, that it comes out at an angle so it doesn't burn the rim of your pipe up. Uh, you've got, you know, uh, we've got a house lighter here that's real popular that's made by Zycar. Uh, it's got a really nice soft flame, comes out on the side, really clean action, use butane on it, works great. Um, you know, those are going to be a little more expensive. We had the luxury just a few years ago of selling these Emco lighters that uh, were just like the Nokia cell phone of the lighter world, you know, <laughs> right, and they were right, just right. so consistent. You know, they came out at an angle. You could run over these things with your car and they'd still work. It was, you know, they're really great. But 
Um, but those, unfortunately, they don't make those anymore. You can still find them occasionally around, but they, they don't manufacture those anymore. So if you find one of those, snatch it up because it's, it's great. Zippo pipe lighters are good. Uh, they, they do leave a little flavor at the very beginning of your smoke. But my experience is it burns off really quickly. And so, um, you know, the Zippos are awesome. You can use them outside in any kind of weather, uh, deep wind. You know, it, 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 they work really consistently. So um, if you don't use a lighter, uh, a, a guy like me is going to tell you, you know, you, you're going to probably get a better light using a match. Um, right. So so get you some stick matches. Uh, we, you know, most tobacco shops that are worth their salt will give away some type of matches uh, and, and, and be sure to grab those. Matches are good because you can take your time so uh, intently uh, focusing the flame in very specific areas on the top of your uh, your bowl. And so it's just really handy to be able to, to do that. And, you know, if it goes out, you, you know, my experience with a lighter is you're kind of trying to hurry to use the lighter so you don't, you're not using up your flame. Right, right. Um, and so with a match, you can go very slowly, very deliberately in very specific areas of your mm-hmm. bowl uh, and then get it lit. So, uh, and then throw your match out because it's just a little match. So, and, and think about what you just said. I mean, you're talking. Oh, I'm thinking. Well, if, if you think about, you know, I, I, for example, I, I remember back when I first, you know, walked into a pipe shop yeah. and, and all, felt very intimidated. Of course, I've told the story several times and it, it was just a terrible experience in, in the shop that I went into. Um, but I just felt like they were trying to push these things on me because I didn't know that you yeah. needed all these additional things. And not only that, it's not like you know, it, they just seem more interested in making a sale with me. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if you're coming into this, like, let's just say, like you said, if you just got a pipe for Christmas uh, and, and you're looking at, at coming in the shop, what John David just mentioned was you need your tobacco. Right. You need uh, a, a pipe tamp, which could honestly just be a nail, which you could get for. Yeah. I mean, what nails? A couple right? bucks. Yeah, I yeah. mean, a couple, couple bucks right there. Matches, which are typically free, and some good pipe cleaners, which are, again, just a couple of bucks. Yeah. And so, you know, in terms of for that first trip, if you, you know, some people like to come in, they want to get, you know, the most expensive things, make sure they've got, you know, the best of the best from the get-go. Yeah. And more power to you. But for those of you that might be intimidated by the fact, you know, there are these additional things, we're talking four accessories that you need that you can walk out of the shop with with just a couple of bucks and be ready to kind of get into working the mechanics of your pipe. All right. Now that we've covered all that, yeah. indulge me for a minute Hit me. because I want to take everything we just said and throw it out. Yep. Yep. Of course. <laughs> this is the thing. Like a new pipe smoker, if if you've got a legitimate pipe shop in your area where the guy behind the counter or, or, or lady behind the counter is familiar with with pipes and familiar with, uh, you know, just, just how pipes and pipe tobacco work. And it's such a different beast than cigars. And uh, again, we, we've said multiple times, we love cigars. Uh, the Country Squire, we sell cigars, uh, but we're a pipe shop. Uh, we're first and foremost a pipe shop. And if you can find a pipe shop like that where someone is, you know, behind the counter is intimately familiar with the details of pipes, leave all the stuff I just said behind. The, your goal in leaving that pipe shop is before you leave to get as much information out of the guy behind the counter as you can. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and and that's the thing. So you know, if I was gonna if I if I was gonna tell you to get four things um, from inside the pipe shop before you before you leave, you know, you could get you know tobacco, a tamp, you know, pipe cleaners. You can get all that stuff somewhere else. If you have access to someone that has the knowledge of how to, you know, smoke a pipe and take care of your pipe, all that. Um, you know, you, you, you know, the, the, the things you want to walk out of are 
um, number one, a sense of the different types of tobacco that there are, okay? So you're a new pipe smoker. Mm. You're like, I know I need to put something in this pipe, but, you know, what are my options? Go in, talk to your pipe shop guy, um, get kind of an idea of the different types of tobacco. Have him walk you through aromatics, non-aromatics, uh, English blends, oriental blends, you know, the different types of leaves, their properties. Um, you know, part of that will really kind of give you an appreciation of, wow, this is not just you know, cherry, vanilla, caramel, peach, it's, you know, this whole spectrum of things out there that, you know, you really can blossom into, even if you start in one little area of it. So a better understanding of, of pipe tobacco, I think, is number one. That's true. But I will say this, Matt, I mean, that can be intimidating for folks. Yeah, it like, can. Like, honestly, I mean, there's there's a lot to this as a hobby. And I mean, again, just speaking from experience, I, I was extremely intimidated. And, you know, I, I even if he had gone into all of that stuff, I think I was already one foot out the door. Yeah, just because I felt like, all right, you're you're piling on here. You know, you know what I mean. And so it's that's a good, good point. Different for different people. I think what we're kind of talking about here too is best practices, making yeah. making kind of a point to when you walk through the door, having goals set. Yeah, just any shopping experience should be like that anyway. But making sure that you go in and not just to walk <laughs> away with products. But really to make I'm sure going you, to Walmart with this goal of 300 dude, packages of paper towels. If you don't go into Walmart with a goal, you're going to walk out spending way more that's money true. with a bunch of crap you don't need. No, that's true. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, look, you have to go in. You have to have kind of that idea of uh, making sure that you're walking out knowing what you're getting into. Yeah. And when you have somebody right there across the counter sitting down with you who's able to light up alongside you. Um, that goes a long, long way. It's really important. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so number one, I would ask, you know, just kind of different types of tobacco. Uh, number two, I would uh, ask the proper way to care for your pipe. Okay, so just kind of a kind of a overall general instruction. You know, have someone show you kind of uh, the basics of you know how to clean and care for your pipe. Uh, number three, how to break your pipe in. Uh, some people, if you're buying a really high end pipe, you're gonna want to. Uh, you know, try to break it in slowly and evenly, build some nice cake on it, and uh, and take your time. Give the briar a chance to adjust to the heat. Um, but again, we've kind of got the same thing. Number four, uh, you know, if e- even of all four of these things, uh, the first three I've mentioned in this last one, if you're going to do any of them, the exact only one that really matters, you know, you can go to the five and dime and buy a golf tee and tamp your pipe with. You know, you can go to the gas station and get some crummy tobacco that they made out of pine straw (laughs) (laughs) but but the the number one thing you've got to you know if if you have the opportunity to talk to someone that's familiar with pipes number one thing you've got to do is talk to uh, that person about packing and lighting your pipe please leave your tobacconist with that kind of knowledge because you are you know the odds of you if you're not kind of uh, given it a good opportunity to see what it's like to pack and to tamp and keep your pipe lit and to and, and to do all those things. Um, it, the odds of you sticking with it are just very low. Well, and here's the beautiful thing. If you don't have a tobacconist in your local area, man, we've covered most of this stuff throughout the history of this podcast. We have, yeah. And so yeah. we've got them all in the archives there. And the beautiful thing is, you know, every single episode we do a recurring segment that we're about to jump into here called pipe question of the week that's right and you can always send us questions in even you know what from time to time we'll even re-answer questions if a new person sends in a question we've gotten before but we yep. haven't talked about in a while uh, we want to make sure that we're, we're keeping you up to date so you know the new pipe smoker the old pipe smoker you've all got what you need right here uh, if you don't necessarily have it in your neck of the woods and we're happy to be that for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And give me a call, too. I know, uh, you know, a lot of folks, they will call occasionally. And I wish I had more time around the shop just because things are really busy. And we are a small pipe shop. So 
a lot of times I don't have, um, you know, I'm the only one here and just don't have the time. But, <laughs> right, right. Uh, man, you know, feel free to, you know, email me. Give me a call if I'm available to help you. I'll be more than happy to. Um, and, uh, yeah, we want to do anything we can to, to get you on the right foot, particularly if you just got your first new pipe. Shoot, that's exciting. Look, gaining more knowledge is important, and I know another good way you can gain more knowledge, and that's through audiobooks. Yeah, I, I love to listen to audiobooks. Man, but... so do I. Audibletrial.com slash CSR will actually get you a free audiobook. And, of course, you know, I'm going to recommend a Star Wars book. You know, we, we're not going to talk about the fact that there's a new Star Wars movie. Yeah, I thought we weren't going to talk about the fact that there was a new Star Wars well, movie. Well, but you know what? There is a new Star Wars movie, and there's some great books that kind of uh, set the stage for the movie that you're going to see. So you can find those, of course, at audibletrial.com slash CSR. And I, I do want to talk a little bit about Star Wars, but I'm going to wait until next year because <laughs> so many twists and turns in that movie. I don't want to spoil anything if people haven't seen it. Just remember the panda bears. I mean, that, is, that, that was he's a stellar, making that up. That was he's, a stellar. I mean, J.J. Abrams just just nailed it on that. Making that up to mess with me. I mean, Make it up. Look, yeah. here's what you need to remember. That's audibletrial.com slash CSR for a free audiobook. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week is brought to us by Lane BCA. Oh man, that good, delicious black Cavendish. Yep, it's it's a favorite, particularly of American uh, blends and 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 for sure blends of the South, where you just like something creamy and sweet uh, and light. BCA is just such a good vanilla Cavendish and uh, just a real classic. A great, great tobacco to recommend, especially this time of year. As you're going out, you're spending time with that family, you're eating that good food, and you're looking for a nice little dessert tobacco to have after it. And give Black Cavendish, give the BCA from Lane a try. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. All right, so we got a pipe question of the week in actually live during this show. Uh, this is actually from Rafael Orozaco. Rafael. Rafael Orozaco. <laughs> you should know your, your Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I know, right? Better, better that's, that's bad on me. Uh, he says, oh, what tobacco would you recommend for the least experienced pipe smoker? Uh, and how about a second tobacco after aromatics? Yeah. That that's a that is a really good question. We kind of uh, discussed that just just a little bit before. Um, black and tan at the Country Squire is great because it's just a super 
uh, smooth, creamy blend of black Cavendish and Burley. Um, it's something that it's got plenty of sweetness to it. It's not overly sweet. It's certainly not syrupy sweet. You're not going to get like, wow, that's that's cherry or something. But um, you know, but it, it it's certainly going to have a little flavor, and it's going to be so easy on your tongue, easy to keep lit. So I would certainly point you in that direction. Um, you know, we've got others that uh, might be kind of similar in that vein. Rivendell uh, would be one. Parsons Blend would be one. Uh, house favorites that, uh, you know, are going to have maybe a little more flavor than the black and tan, but certainly not a syrupy sweetness to them. If you're kind of that aromatic person that wants to pivot maybe towards the second type of tobacco and just try something that maybe is a little out of your wheelhouse and uh, expand your palate a little bit, uh, I would first recommend you try Merriweather. Merriweather is a Virginia blend. Uh, it's probably one of my first, my, my personal favorite tobaccos. It's super simple. Uh, real clean burning Virginia, uh, just got a mellow sweetness to it, just a hint of topping on it, which makes it really nice. Um, kind of smells like honey. It, I, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. You know how a lot of times you open up a Virginia tobacco and it kind of has a tea smell to it or something like that? A lot of times people get that. Uh, but Merriweather's good. Um, also, Pirate's Alley, really, really good. It's got a lot of perique in it. Uh, but it's one of those that is just, you know, really, really smooth, and it could kind of lead you in that direction. Would Pirates, is Pirates Alley a aromatic? No, no, no. This It's a non-aromatic. Oh, okay. Yeah, these okay. are non-aromatic. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah, these are, um, if, you're, if you've kind of gone down the aromatic path and then want to, you know, try something else, Merriweather, Pirates Alley. Uh, if you want to try an English blend that's a really good entry-level uh, uh, Latakia blend that's going to give you that taste of Latakia without knocking you in the head, uh, Cornishman is really good. That Cornishman was actually um, uh, the uh, the person that founded founded our shop 45 years ago, Jim Reeves. Uh, Cornishman was his favorite tobacco. Uh, he blended that, and it's just delicious. Really smooth, uh, just a kiss of Latakia, certainly enough for you to smell it and taste it, but uh, but not overwhelming. You might compare it to like a Frogmorton, uh, just really, really smooth. So I might point you to one of those. Okay, all right, but first step, Definitely black and tan? Yeah, I think so. Black and tan. Uh, you know, if you want something maybe a little sweeter, you could go with uh, with the Rivendell or the um, Parsons blend. Uh, another good one is Cherokee. Cherokee we sell by the pound, tons of Cherokee. Uh, and it's just a Virginia Cavendish mixture, uh, a recipe we've had for a long time. Uh, super smooth, uh, easy to keep lit, and uh, it's got a great room note. Great stuff, man. Great question, too, from Raphael. Yeah, thanks, Raphael. Always love getting that kind of feedback, especially live on the fly during the live show. So uh, thanks for tweeting that in. And, of course, if you do have a pipe question of the week, you can send it in, csr at potisteri.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions. Ow! All right, man. We've been combing through these questions from Morton Sandevi, and uh, we're going to keep going on here. He's got some great ones today. Nirup or Nording? I'm going to make a lot of people angry, but I'm a Nirup guy. Why would that make... Nirup has got some fanboys. I Nirup has fanboys, but like Nording is... Eric Nording, what he's done for the pipe industry and the pipe community and, uh, and and the products that he puts out and the quality of them they're just they're fantastic i yep. mean eric nording if you think of value in the pipe world you think of eric nording i'm a near guy <laughs> <laughs> i like his shapes better i like uh i like the draw of them better um i like the size of the bowls better you even like the p-lip i 
No, I don't like a P-Lip. Okay. Yeah. Isn't the P-Lip the Nurup thing, right? <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's Peterson. Oh, Peterson's yeah. the P-Lip. My that, bad. That's, that's the Peterson, uh, you know, they have this little, uh, shall we say, uh, when I think to myself, I think it's a gimmick. When I talk to people, I'm like, it's an option. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But that little hole in the top of the lip where it comes, instead of getting tongue bite, you get roof bite. Yeah, it's, yeah, It's yeah. great. Everyone loves roof in bite. In my head, I always have that down as like a Nurup thing. But you're right. Yeah. That's, that's a Peterson. No, it's a, it's a Peterson thing. But yeah, um, I'm a Nurup guy. I, I just, I believe in what they do. I think you get a really, really high quality pipe for the price. Okay, well, I am uh, Nording all the way. Of course you I have are. nothing bad to say about Nurup. I just, uh, I, right now, my favorite pipe, and it's one I've been smoking all Christmas long and yeah. we'll continue to do so yeah. is uh, this beautiful Nording Church Warden. Yeah. You know, I, I actually, you can go back in earlier episodes, me saying I always wanted to own a Nording and I was given one as a gift recently and it is, it, I, man, I'm enjoying it like crazy. So definitely Nording between the two. Uh, ink or pencil? Ink. Particularly Pen- fountain ink. Fountain pen ink. Fountain yeah. ink. Yeah. Did I say fountain ink? You're big yeah. into the fountain I, pen. I like, I like fountain pens. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of my thing. Not not the dip in, but the kind where the fountain's actually in the... Yeah, you, you've actually got the little converter that you can put the ink inside your pen and then roll with it. Yeah. I don't want to... Not a quill. An ink pen. Right. I'm, I'm going to go pencil <laughs> because I need to be able to erase because I misspell anything and everything. Yeah, that's fair. Although, do you remember back in the day when they had erasable pens? Yeah. Like when that was like Whatever a thing? happened to that? I don't know. Like yeah, because were... the top of the pen had that little crummy eraser on the top of it, and you'd like erase it really, really, really hard. Really hard. And it like... <laughs> And and most of it would come out, but not all of it. Would well, it'd come be out. ingrained, like carved into the paper. Yeah, you remember that, dude? Talk about a gimmick. Yeah, that's a gimmick. Well, the crazy thing it was re- it was required for school. P lip of the pen world. I mean, I mean, another great Whoa. option. I mean, another great <laughs> option for the pen world. <laughs> we have people out there that love P lips. That's great. Good for them. I don't like roof bite. Not your thing. All right, this one's definitely uh, speaking to you. Lovecraft or Poe? Like Edgar Allan Poe? Yeah. Oh, Lovecraft. I was thinking Warcraft. What? No. no. no, 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 no. <laughs> Although a lot of Warcraft is a lot of basis in in uh, in Lovecraft, but yeah, Lovecraft. Uh, or yeah, I have to go with Lovecraft. I love H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, I, His stuff is so dark and twisted, and it's like, and and Poe obviously is too. But but with Lovecraft, a lot of it is left nebulous enough to where you you still don't really understand what's going on, and it's okay. And I really like that. I, I got to go with Lovecraft. I appreciate the imagination of Lovecraft, uh, whereas Poe, I don't necessarily. I mean. You, know, you just gotta kind of cry for a little while after reading some Edgar Allan Poe, but uh, but I, I do have to kind of choose Poe between the two, just from a classical standpoint. You and your ravens, and then finally Metallica or Slayer. Golly, that's like. And he puts in parentheses: metalheads are also pipe smokers. Mm. Even though I don't think either one of us would qualify as a metalhead. I, I mean, I probably am more familiar with Metallica. Yeah, that's that's me too. That was what I was gonna say. Did, did you ever do you watch South Park? Not to the extent that you do. Okay, so I'm a I'm a South Park nerd, and like I and it's terrible. I don't. If you've got your young children listening to this show, I do not intend to tell them to go watch South Park. We do not endorse. South we do Park. not endorse South Park. Although personally, I watch it all the time, and it's just hilarious. It makes me laugh. <laughs> um, but they had this uh they had this episode where they had a, a gathering of oh the hippies episode of hippies yes. and and it was almost like a new Woodstock but uh-huh. they did Woodstock in in South Park and the town could not make could not figure out how to make these these hippies disperse right because right, right. they were just taking over the town and you know of course they had this uh big hippie concert 
uh, to try to bring in revenue, but then they realized that hippies don't have money. It and was don't shot spend in the money. style of like this uh, disaster film, natural disaster yeah, film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I don't know, twenty twelve. Deep or Impact, like. Armageddon, that's sort of yeah. Thing. So anyway, uh, the the to in order to make the hippies disperse, they have to drill through this <laughs> pile of uh, of of pot smoking hippies to get to the center stage. And once they're at the center stage. They upload Slayer right. into the audio system, <laughs> right. and so instead of like feel good, love, you know, hug your neighbor music, you've got Slayer, and it's like, oh man, it's so lame. Everything's lame, and then they all leave. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Slayer. Let's Slayer. bail on this whole angry scene. I yeah. Think is what they say. Yeah, bail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm gonna go Metallica because that's that's the one I'm more familiar with. Yeah. But, fair uh, enough. Yeah. There you go. All right. So we disagreed on all of them. Good. You win. Yeah, we need some uh, <laughs> we need some drama on well, Country Square. Well, here's right the now. thing, though, because we always say like if if we agree on all of them, then I guess they lose because they made us agree on all of them. And if we disagree on all of them, then they win. But Morton sent us an entire list that it doesn't count. Because, no, that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> all right, that's great. All right, well, great, great questions. Of course, go ahead and send us in some CSR at Potisteri Your, Your thoughts, your, thoughts, your, your comments. comments, listener feedback. Hey, Bo, Mark Farrar wants to know where you got your hat. I almost tweeted him uh, that you got it at Chuck E. Cheese, but I just want to make sure. Is that right? Come on now. How many tickets did it cost? No, don't you dare. Did you, did, was, was Key Ball fun? Look, this hat, <laughs> let me tell you something. I was actually having a conversation about this earlier tonight. I, I, I've always loved the idea of wearing a hat. Yeah. Um, but have always had a hard time finding, like I'll buy hats and then never wear them because they never quite fit my head. Yeah. I got kind of a big cranium up here I, I feel the same way for you know a guy our height i feel like i've got a i've got a big head yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well so i was in i uh, promise you it's not because of brain <laughs> right it's hot air yeah yeah no look I, I was in new orleans actually and there's a hat shop i wish i could remember the name of Is it, it goran brothers maybe um it's it's off of royal street yeah and I uh, say goran well, the one that everybody knows in New Orleans is Meyer the Hatter, and I've wasted money in Meyer, and I have nothing bad to say about it. It's a fine spot, but I just haven't found anything there that worked for me. I bet he smokes a P-Lip. <laughs> <laughs> Meyer? It's a P-Lip's a great option. Look, if, if Meyer smokes love, a pipe, we're, we're getting him on. That's, I don't care if he smokes a P-Lip or not. Um, but no, this was uh, in New Orleans at this uh, shop off Royal, and I absolutely love this hat, and uh, I wear it every chance I can get. It looks good, Bo. Thank you. We got some great tweets, actually, <laughs> in while we've been doing this uh, this particular episode. We've got a lively group. Uh, over on Twitter has been tweeting in. We already mentioned Paul sent in a picture of uh, us on his big screen TV next to his uh, next to his Christmas tree. So happy to be part of your holiday well, celebration. Part of the f- holiday traditions now? Yes, God, sir, man. I love that. It's good. Uh, we- the better metal getting ready... Uh, Paul uh, at, at the subcon says the better metal getting rid of hippies episode was in season one on Metalocalypse. No, it was Die Hippie Die. Was it Die Hippie Die? I, I know this because there's only a very few South Park episodes I've I've like I've rewatched several times. Yeah, and that's one of them. I so wish I, I could say there were very few South Park episodes I've rewatched several times. No, no. If I if I'm whenever I'm at your house, I'm always shocked if South Park's not playing. It's really, it's really you got might, a problem. I have problems. You have problems. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got some great feedback in. First one actually up from YouTube. Uh, yeah. This comes in from Rob Forbes. John David, do you want to read what we got here? Absolutely. Uh, Rob on YouTube says, uh, finally got to watch a live show, made my wife endure it. Uh, what, it, what 
are you talking about enduring, Come man? On, you know she loved it. Yeah. <laughs> she kept yelling, Tim Burton, to your movie question. Right, right. right. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> didn't realize she was actually listening. Only one suggestion, raise your camera height. Yeah, we've gotten that a few times. Yeah. And uh, we tried that, to do that for this episode, too. Yeah. Uh, that, that way we can see your face over the mic and get a better view of the items you had to discuss during the podcast. Uh, I felt like I was a member of a pipe club. Hope to make the trek to the country squire one day. On another note, isn't Max Stokeby a great guy? Oh, dude. He has attended uh, the Rome, Georgia Briar Club at Old Havana Cigar Bar many times. Love their product. Uh, wish we could have hooked up while you were in town. Man, Max Stokeby, like, I, I, I asked him one time, like, you know, when you were born a Stokeby, do you get a choice? Like, do you, are you... Are you just, do you, can you choose to not be a pipe smoker? Right. And he was, you know, he was like, look, my parents were very, very good. My family was, you know, they, they obviously, you know, told me these options were available that, you know, they didn't, you know, force, you know, feed me, uh, you know, black Cavendish along with my breast milk, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that wasn't a part of it. But uh, Max has just become a, a really good friend. We love all the other great folks at Lane and at Scandinavian Tobacco Group. And um, yeah, I hope to hope to get Max in the shop sometime real soon. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Great, great comment, Rob. We um, also, you know, you mentioned the, the uh, uh, just a quick movie reference. I, I, I wanted to mention this. When I was in the theater to see Star Wars, yeah. I noticed a trailer, not before that film, but, but while I was waiting in line for popcorn. And it's for The Hateful Eight, Quentin Tarantino's new movie. Okay. All right, so I, I I have not I don't know anything about this movie because they you couldn't even hear what they were saying on the screen. All I know is that Samuel L. Jackson was smoking a long church warden pipe. Yeah, I saw you write something about that in the show notes. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, what what did that? I didn't see that. I, I need to I look more into that. what what's going on with there. But he was smoking a pipe, and I think there were at least two other characters who were also smoking a pipe. What so. tobacco does Samuel L. Jackson smoke? Um, does he just smoke like the hair of people he's killed? Is that? <laughs> No, man. I, Samuel Jackson? What, what would Samuel Jackson smoke? Something delicious. I don't know. A lot of Kia. Maybe. I think I think he'd be straight up a lot of Kia. I think he'd be an aromatic guy. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. We should ask him. Yeah. Next might, time, next time we BCA see him. He might be a BCA guy. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, we got a great iTunes review in. This comes from uh, Mazar, who says, I, uh, Excellent podcast. I've been new into the pipe hobby for a few months. Thanks to these guys, they have helped me move forward and show me just how much the pipe can really do. If you lo- if you are looking for entertainment and education, this is the podcast for you. John, David, and Bo are an awesome team and very well knowledgeable of the pipe. They keep the podcast upbeat and very informative. You will feel just like you're sitting at the table with them. Keep up the great work, guys. Keep them coming. Very, very much appreciated. Well, uh, Mazar, man, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you very much. We're glad glad we're uh, of help to you. Yeah, man. Like, look, we, we love getting that kind of feedback from you in, in the various ways. Of course, if you are watching on the YouTube, if you want to leave us in the, uh, a note in the comments, that's a great way to, to send us feedback. You know, throughout the night, we've been getting in tweets from the live show, but you can, of course, tweet us throughout the week. We love getting that kind of stuff. You can actually follow me personally on Twitter. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, and you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, you can follow the show at Squire Radio, but all of that information and more can be found at Country Squire Radio. Dot com. Look, here's the great thing. We've got um, this wonderful thing going on. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe to the uh, Country Square Radio YouTube channel. Yeah. If the YouTube channel is the primary method through which you are enjoying this podcast, we will be gone next week. Now, however, that does not mean there will not be a new podcast out next week. Uh, we've actually got one pre-recorded, the triumphant re- return of Timothy to Country Squire Radio. I uh, had a great discussion with him. Looking forward to it. It's actually going to be about uh, pipe smoking and seminary. 
So if that piques your interest. It should be really interesting. Yeah, oh, I'm I, looking forward to that. It was a great discussion. I can't wait to put it out there. So tune in to the podcast next week. But again, that will not be available on the YouTube channel. So it will be a podcast exclusive. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Satchel, or all those wonderful uh, players. And uh, yeah, that's what you need to do. Dude. Merry Christmas to you both. Merry Christmas, man. Man, it, you got this is the first Christmas you've got with your uh your second born. That's right. Right? That's right. And uh this is the first Christmas I have. <laughs> man, no, no, look, man. You you this this is the <laughs> this is the third Christmas I, that, that uh we've been able to spend together that, in this, this uh, kind of thing. That's capacity. exactly right. That's exactly and, uh, right. I gotta tell you, man, it's uh it's, it's always fun getting together with the Magnolia Pipe Club, but uh, to me, it's just not Christmas yet until you and I get a chance to record our Christmas episode of, fun, of Country Squire Radio. I'm glad we did. Yes, yep. sir. All right, man. Well, hey, let's go have a holiday. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.